the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Just to build on that theme a little bit, um, it's it's being a, a source of continuing aggravation to me the more I read about companies like Disney. And we'll get into that, what Disney's response is to this new Parents' Rights in Education Act in Florida. And companies like uh, Walmart, which um, Walmart's in Arkansas, and Walmart is becoming a horribly woke corporation. Target, way, way over the line. Home Depot, way over the line. And I've been researching, trying to find a way that we can fight back with our pocketbook because more and more and more uh, I'm realizing that's the only way to fight back. And so uh, if I come up with a way to do that and to build that out, uh, I'll let you know, but I think it's more and more important. Like I just think that it's, it's diluting your influence and diluting the impact of your protest against this kind of thing. If you see how bold Disney is in its lies about this bill that Ron DeSantis signed into law that would make it illegal to discuss anything of um, sexual gender ideology with kids kindergarten, grade one, two, and three. That's all the bill would do. And Disney has come out as a company, as a company, Not just to say that it disagrees with the law, which is outrageous enough, but that it will do everything it can to get the law overturned. And and if you know that, and now you do, because I told you, and you vacation at Disney, I mean, how much do you care? How much do you care? We have to decide. We got to find, first, places that believe what we believe. Because we're not in the minority. We're not in the minority, so why do companies like Target, Home Depot, and all, okay, could be. Yeah, they're owned by people who believe that. And that's fine. They can do that. I don't. I wish they wouldn't, but they can. But my firm belief is they take the leftist, Marxist, hateful toward America approach because they want to get along with everybody. They want everybody as a customer, and the people on the right, will continue to vacation at Disney. The people on the left won't. If Disney didn't come out and back their viewpoint, if Home Depot didn't come out and back, you know, the stupid protest against the Georgia voting rights law is racist, like Coca-Cola did, like, don't drink Coke. Don't drink it. Don't buy it. Don't help them. I mean, can you go to a computer and Google Coca-Cola and its parent companies? Vitamin water used to be. I don't know if it still is. But, like, what are you doing? What are you doing buying Dasani? Like, we got to find companies that don't hate us, that aren't giving our money to Planned Parenthood, that aren't giving our money to the Human Rights Commission, which is a front for the LGBTQ agenda. Like, we got to find that. 
So I'm working on it. I'll let you know. All right. A 21-year-old man was shot to death last night in Columbus. Thankfully, they have the person they believe did it. 10 p.m. last night, apartment complex, North Wilson Road. So this looks like a personal beef dispute of some sort. The numbers on the murders in Columbus are down comparative to the pace of a year ago, and that's great, but Columbus is not a safe city. (sighs) What was I watching last night? Something was on television. New York, something about New York. Oh, I know. It was was Shark Tank. Shark Tank on last night. And there was a young couple that had come up with a business, and they were doing great. It was the update, you know, how many millions they've made since they went to Shark Tank and since they got a shark. And the end of the video segment showed them walking out of their apartment arm in arm, having a great day, beautiful day. And in the background is the Brooklyn Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge. And I recognized it because I used to love going to New York City. Now, we're talking about mid-1990s here, okay? Giuliani's mayor loved going to New York, fly into Newark, take the bus to... Grand, not Grand Central Station, I forget, maybe it was Grand Central Station. Anyway, write down Times Square, get out, walk around. The first time I was in New York City, the very first time I was in New York City was March of 1988, okay? Ohio State was playing in the NIT. They play in the NIT, game ends, they lose in the championship game, it's... 12.30, 1 o'clock, when I get done, city that never sleeps, right? City that never sleeps. Me and a buddy from the Dayton Daily News, he's like, hey, let's go to Greenwich Village. Let's walk around and get something to eat. I mean, I'm off the turnip truck from West Liberty, Ohio. I'm like, get something to eat. It's like after midnight. He's like, dude, let me introduce you to New York City. And we're walking around, two white guys walking around Greenwich Village with no fear of anything bad happening to us and not a whit of danger in what was like a two-and-a-half-hour sojourn, just walking around, just looking at it. It was pretty cool. It's nighttime, and the weather was nice. It was a nice, temperate March night in New York City. So I remarked to my daughter yesterday, as she's watching this Shark Tank with me, I said, you know, I used to love to go to New York. She's like, you went to New York? I'm like, yeah. used to go a lot. My business covering Ohio State. Played football there in the Meadowlands. Went to the Final Four was there one year. Used to love going to New York. Go to Broadway. Weren't you scared? No, it was totally safe. Well, you wouldn't go now, would you? I'm like, no, I wouldn't go to downtown Columbus now. I wouldn't go to downtown Columbus now. And I and I realized in that moment, my daughters, unless something dramatically changes. We'll never get to fully experience the beauty of America. The beauty of America is Mount Rushmore, it's Yellowstone, it's California, it's Florida, but it's also the culture of Broadway and the museums in New York City and the monuments in Washington, D.C. and the Miracle Mile in Chicago and Faneuil Hall in Boston. It's... The triple underpass in Dallas, all these things I've been able to see, experience, and do so free of fear because I was fortunate enough to have a job that sent me there on their dime at a time where it was 
totally safe, well, mostly safe to do that in America. Sure, something bad could have happened. Did I get accosted by a homeless person now and then? Yeah, maybe. But did I ever think, like, I'm walking around a corner, some dude's just going to cap me just because he can. And he knows he won't be, or likely won't be, held accountable for it. No. No, it was not even in my radar. Now my own daughters don't feel safe going to downtown Columbus in March of 2022. That's a direct result of Democratic policies. Democrats run the cities. 21-year-old guy gets shot, murdered last night in Columbus. 21, full life ahead of him. I don't know if he's black, white. I don't know. But I know his life's over. I know he's got presumably people who love him and are grieving today. So these are the things that Democrats aren't paying any attention to. Oh, but the Democrats yesterday were celebrating a transformational legislative triumph. What was the transformational legislative triumph that the Democrats were able to accomplish yesterday? Well, they have outlawed lynching in America. Lynching is now a hate crime. Lynching is now illegal in the United States of America. So if you're in Linden or Franklinton or the Hilltop, like you don't have to worry today about uh, a group of Ku Klux Klansmen Jumping you, throwing a bag over your head, tying you up, throwing you in the back of a pickup truck, driving you out to the country and lynching you in a tree. That is now illegal. Say, wait a minute. Wasn't that always illegal? Yeah. Yeah, it was always illegal. Well, I mean, I guess maybe it's good they doubled down on it being illegal because, uh, you know, that'll prevent the lynchings from happening like the one that happened... Right. When was the last lynching in the U.S.? Apparently 1981. 1981. 41 years ago was the last lynching. And so they get up and they celebrate. Oh, look what we've done. And you know what? This is the exact protocol the Democrats follow when they talk to people in the inner cities about why they deserve their votes. We're doing this for you, and we're doing this for you, and we're doing this for you, and free child care, and free this, and free that, and blah, 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 blah. And meanwhile, do, does anything change in those cities? Yeah, one thing changes. Your level of safety changes. Oh, another thing changes. The ability of a business to survive and thrive in that neighborhood changes. Not for the good, mind you, Because it's next to impossible. Why do you think Walgreens and CVS and every major pharmacy and drug company is pulling out of inner cities in the United States? Because Democrats have made it illegal to go in there and just help yourself to what's on the shelf. Wait in line to pay. I don't have to pay. i got less than $1,000 in my bag. I can walk right out of here. You can't even stop me. You won't even try to stop me. So lynching... If you were thinking of doing it, if you were fearing it happened to you, 
Rest easy, America. It is now illegal. So a tweet caught my eye today from uh, Robert Reich, former Secretary of Labor under Barack Obama and uh, the creator of uh, Inequality Media. Inequality Media, presuming by that name that the media does not do enough to represent uh, talking points of the left. And the tweet that he issued was this. The myth of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is a cruel hoax designed to convince poor people and people of color that the injustices they face are a result of their own actions rather than an oppressive system rigged against them. Robert Reich showing his Leftist bona fides hitting, touching all the bases there on how oppressive America is. So I responded to Mr. Reich's tweet, and I said, explain Ben Carson, Condoleezza Rice, Oprah, John Lewis, Damon John, creator of FUBU, Shark on Shark Tank, Larry Elder, and I listed a few other multimillionaire black CEOs. I didn't even get into immigrant CEOs like Shad Khan, the guy who invented the bumper on your car that can smack into a fence post at 10 miles an hour under and the bumper will bounce back and you won't have to pay thousands of dollars to get it fixed. Shad Khan owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shad Khan has enough money that he can give Urban Meyer millions of dollars to go in and coach half a football season. Robert Reich is lying to people, perpetuating a myth. But that myth is perpetuated by many, many others. If this is such a horrible, terrible, awful, racist country where pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps is a myth, then uh, explain, no, I don't know, Cory Booker? Uh, Explain Ketanji Brown-Jackson? Explain Clarence Thomas? Explain Chris Rock, Will Smith? I tried to stay away from the entertainment industry because Chris Rock and Will Smith have had their own little news-making event at the Oscars. They're a good example. But here's uh, Cory Booker, uh, the uh, senator from New Jersey, uh, explaining that the Senate confirmation hearings of Ketanji Brown-Jackson well uh, prove that America is a very, very, very racist place. Uh, What we saw on display, whatever language you want to put on it, uh, was a complete lack of decency from some, not all of my Republican colleagues, not even the majority of them, but some of them uh, was a complete lack of decency, a Mm. lack of respect. Mm. And let's call it like it is. Mm. Uh, We now know uh, in in and just a clarity for all America to see mm. that a Supreme Court justice of her, her import, uh, excuse me, a Supreme Court justice nominee of her import uh, was treated with a way that is not just disrespectful and ugly, um, but also in a way that, for me, uh, violates, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, all of our national sense of decency. Ah, it's ugly and disrespectful 
to question a prospective Supreme Court justice about her record as a judge. It's ugly and it's disrespectful. Can't ask her about her record as a judge. Hmm. We had Amy Coney Barrett up there. She's a white woman. We had Brett Kavanaugh up there. He's a white man. Were they asked about their judicial record? Yeah, and I had no problem with that, nor did anyone else. And they were questioned about, uh, Amy Coney Barrett was asked by Senator Maisie Hirono, have you ever sexually abused anyone? Now, that was disrespectful, and that was ugly. But Amy Coney Barrett's white, so that was okay. She's pro-life, so that's okay. She has a strong religious faith, so questioning her about that, the dogma lives in you, loudly within you, Senator Dianne Feinstein said. But that's okay. It's not ugly, not disrespectful. Brett Kavanaugh had to face unsubstantiated allegations from somebody I don't even know if he remembered, Christine Blasey Ford and her ridiculous, like, accusations that he assaulted her and other uh, accusations that Brett Kavanaugh was part of a group of boys who went around just randomly raping girls in high school. Did Katanji Brown-Jackson answer any questions about her high school years? Don't think so. Don't think so. Will Smith. Will Smith walked on stage in full view of a national television audience, of a worldwide television audience, and assaulted Chris Rock. Was Will Smith taken off stage in handcuffs? Was Will Smith greeted by police after the Oscars and arrested and charged with assault? No. He was allowed to win the Oscar for Best Actor. He was allowed to give a weak apology in which he did not even apologize to the person he hit. And then he was allowed to redo his apology the next day after his publicist got a chance to write it for him. And Will Smith is not going to face any real consequences. Why is that? Could any white actor have walked up there and assaulted Chris Rock on stage and even if allowed to stay in and win the Oscar? Would everybody say, well, you know... Chris Rock should have known that he shouldn't make a joke about the white actor's wife. Do you think that would have gone well for the white actor? I don't. I don't think it would have gone well for him at all. And so the existence of privilege, the existence of implicit bias, I laugh about it when it is targeted by... A lot of people like Cory Booker because there's so much evidence, and Robert Reich, there's so much evidence that it no longer exists in America and, in fact, is against the law in America. It has been against the law since the Civil Rights Act of 1965. And you will find multitudes, and I'm one of them, people who will join you in ferreting out and holding accountable those who continue to hold racist viewpoints that are expressly prohibited by the Civil Rights Act of 1965. That work, they are so fond of saying, the work. The work has been done. It doesn't need to be redone with laws against lynching. Just utter nonsense that occupies the agenda of Democrats. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.